Brian, it was a pretty big fight weekend last weekend with none other than Jake Paul, Tommy Fury, which, yeah, we, we got that wrong. We, we got that wrong. But a lot of people were taken. But the analysis is good. Exactly. So, but, but I just got to say, if you took Tommy Fury and before the fight, a lot of people weren't. Drop your slips. You know, yeah. drop your slips before you get up in the comments. But, yeah. I mean, that was a pretty big fight weekend. Great event. Actually, I enjoyed it. They're probably going to run it back. But we got a fight that's kind of going underneath the radar. And I think it's going to be a really good one. So why don't we get to that right now? Like money, motherfucker. Money be green. Money feel like money. That shit look green to you? Yeah, money might be green today. I'm feeling pretty confident about my bet this weekend. I'm talking about Brandon Figueroa and Mark McSayo. I believe it's for the interim title as well. And mm -hmm. this one going to be a real good one. Brandon Figueroa, a plus one. Well, actually, Brandon Figueroa is a minus 350 on the money line. Mark McSayo is a plus 250. Brian, who are you rolling with and why? Interim featherweight title fight, by the way, WBC interim featherweight title, uh, just to note that. And look, Mark McSayo did win the featherweight title from Gary Russell, albeit yeah. Gary Russell had the injury, but he did win it no less. So since this fight got announced, I've kind of been leaning Brandon Figueroa the entire way, and it's kind of been, am I, am I going to bet him on points? Am I going to bet him by knockout? I don't really see a knockout in this fight, even though both guys are going to trade. Both have heavy hands. Neither of them know for their defense. But in looking at this fight and sizing it up, I've been leading Brandon Figueroa by decision, which you could actually find at plus odds. I'm going to pull this up right now. But Brandon Figueroa, he's really skilled. I feel like he's more skilled than Mark McSayo. And maybe I'm holding the Gary Russell thing against Mark McSayo because I felt like Gary Russell would have won that fight if he were healthy, but he did not. But ultimately, my pick is Brandon Figueroa on points. Minus 140-ish at DraftKings FanDuel at the time of this recording. We'll see where that's at about fight time. I don't think it's going to change much. And then by knockout, this is pretty tantalizing. Brandon Figueroa, if you want to bet him by knockout, plus 185. I think there can be a knockout in this fight, Chantel, but I don't necessarily lean that way in terms of that being my favorite. Yeah, and this is a really good fight stylistically. Figueroa, 23-1-1, and 18 of those wins coming by way of knockout. So you know that also he does have power. Like Brian mentioned, he's not the best defensively. I mean, he does get hit a lot. He's coming off that win over Carlos Castro, though. And then also he took an L against cool boy Steph, Stephen Fulton. That was a fight, though, that he lost by majority decision. And to be quite honest, it could have gone either way. I thought they would eventually run that one back. But this is a really interesting fight because Brandon Figueroa, you know, volume puncher, pressure fire. He wants to get you on the inside. He likes to overwhelm his opponents. And the thing I love about him is he does great body work and he hits you everywhere. Like yep. he's hitting you everywhere. He's a switch yep. hitter and he has a sturdy chin. But like I mentioned, he gets hit a lot, which brings me over to Mark McSayo, 24 and 1, 16 of those wins coming by way of knockout. Listen, Mark McSayo definitely does have power. That one loss is Ray Vargas. That was a fight where Ray Vargas started off pretty strong, and Mark McSayo didn't seem as comfortable against him. But then later on in that fight, Mark McSayo ended up picking it up and getting into more of a rhythm. And the reason why he's always in this fight is the fact that he's got that puncher's chance. I talked about how sturdy Brandon Figueroa's chin was, but Mark McSire, I mean, he's a power puncher. He throws heavy shots. 
and if you want to bang on the inside, he'll bang with you on the inside. So I think that's what him and Brandon Figueroa are going to do in this fight. But I just think volume-wise, Brandon Figueroa is going to be landing a lot more punches than Mark McSayo. And we kind of saw that against Ray Vargas, right? Because yeah. Ray Vargas was coming with that volume. So it's kind of like a similar type of fight, except for Brandon Figueroa, I believe, has more power than a guy like Ray Vargas. And also the one thing that you got to watch out for for Mark McSayo is nasty uppercut. My best punch from him is the left hook. And he has speed as well, so don't sleep on his speed. So I was going back and forth because Brandon Figueroa on the money line minus 350 mark mcsile a plus 250 so at one point i was like you know i know brandon figueroa gets hit a lot do i take him to lose and take mark mcsile straight up on the money line but i went to over to FanDuel right now and it says method of victory brandon figueroa points or decision is a plus 135 so there's a little bit of value there all around i think brandon figueroa is just a better fighter than mark mcsile Mark McSayo is going to have a puncher's chance in this one because he does have that power, Brian. But I'm going to roll with Brandon Figueroa to win this one. I think all around he is the better fighter. I think volume-wise he's going to body a guy like Mark McSayo. So I'm going to take that plus 135. But because Mark McSayo has a puncher's chance, and, you know, mm. I like to sprinkle a little bit, Brian. Mark, <laughs> Mark McSayo by... KO or TKO is a plus 500. Now, I don't think he does that happens in this fight because, like I mentioned, Braden Figueroa has a sturdy chin, but I, I might sprinkle on that just because a puncher's chance in boxing, we've seen it too many times. So you never know what's going to happen. But over here at the mandatory, we want you to drop your slips before the bet starts, uh, <laughs> you know, before the fight starts. So drop your slips. But most importantly, make sure to also uh, leave some comments who you're going to roll with. You can see below the ways that you can connect with us as well on Twitter, IG, tw TikTok. Uh, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button. And Brian, we're actually going to... Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. to move over from boxing to an MMA fight because we're going to be covering some MMA as well. Really, really big fight coming up this weekend. John Jones back in the octagon versus Cyril Gaon. John Jones on the money line, a minus 166. And Cyril Gaon, a plus 130 straight up on the money line. Brian, who you rolling with and why? You could also find John Jones as low as like one minus 145, minus 150, at least as of when we're talking about this. We'll see what happens closer to the fight. I think more action is probably going to come in on him, so that may change. Um, this is John Jones' first fight since pre-COVID. A lot of people like kind of failed to realize that, but this is his first fight in a long, long time. And actually, it might be like not pre-COVID, but two years, yeah. right? Um, so really... With Cyril Gaon being the bigger man here, I think there are some people who think that John Jones is not going to come back and win. I've been leaning John Jones, and maybe that's a failure on my part, but I still haven't seen this dude lose an MMA fight. And it's one of those examples where, like, look, his only loss was Mahamil disqualification 2009, uh, the illegal elbows, which I think was a bullshit disqualification, kind of like Roy Jones Jr.'s disqualification, uh, <laughs> you know, in the 90s. So 
I ultimately think that John Jones is going to win this fight. So I'm rolling with him on the money line to be safe, but I am going to sprinkle on John Jones by submission because at plus 750, I mean, I'm very intrigued by that number. That's something you can find at DraftKings. I'm not sure what FanDuel's number is or points bet. I would have to check again. I'm sure it's around the same price. But John Jones hasn't won by submission in a long, long time. And he had a streak of three submissions in four fights in like the 2011-2012 range. His last submission that he won, um, his last time that he won by submission was September of 2012. So I'm rolling with John Jones uh, to do to win this on the money line. It's my pick. Just playing it safe there. But I am sprinkling on the submission because I think with Cyril gone, he's going to have to take this to the ground. You don't want to stand and trade with a guy who's going to be much bigger than you perhaps uh, on fight night. And John Jones, I think his advantage is going to be on the ground, get him in mount, try to tap him out, or try to just keep him there because Cyril Gaon will try to win this fight standing up for the most part, in my opinion, at least. Yeah, and I mean, John Jones also has power that you got to watch out for. Gaon, really high IQ, really good stamina. The guy doesn't get tired. Really good power shots. He can outstrike dudes. He's an elite technician. And I thought he actually bodied when he fought a guy like Derek Lewis. He bodied him. We talk about one loss. Cyril Gaon, I believe, only has one loss on his record, and that's Frasnitz Nganu. And that was a fight where Nganu won by, what was it, a unanimous decision if I'm not mistaken. So I think Cyril Gaon definitely has a chance in this fight. I mean, you look at the odds. John Jones is coming back into the octagon after a minute. But like you said, he's, I mean, come on, man. This guy has technically, technically never really lost a fight. If you think about it, the way Brian kind of broke it down, it's right. hard to go against that. He's so athletic. And against a guy like Cyril Gaon, who is an elite technician, I don't think he wants to stand there and trade with a guy like John Jones. And that's the thing. I think Gon is going to try to trade with him, but also try to get him onto the ground. But I don't think that he's going to be able to outstrike a guy like John Jones. But I also don't know if I see a knockout in this one. Because I took a look at knockout. It was a plus 360 by KO or TKO for John Jones, which I think is pretty good odds. I might sprinkle on that just because it is John Jones. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But just to be safe like you, I'm going to roll on the money line at minus 166 with John Jones. I'm going to make a little bit of a two-leg parlay, of course, with Brandon Figueroa. But I do think there's also a chance that John Jones could ultimately win on points at plus 180. Because I think Cyril Gaon's going to try to trade with him. Because he is good at outstriking dudes at times, right? Yeah. But I just think that John Jones is more of the elite fighter. So I like John Jones on the money line, minus 166, but I also like him on points at plus 180, and there's a little bit of value there as well. But here on the mandatory, we want to know what your bet is, and like I mentioned, make sure to drop your slips before the fight starts. I don't want to hear this. Oh, you guys were wrong. I was right. <laughs> drop your slips, but also follow us on our social media channels. You'll see in the ticker below the ways that you can connect with us, and once again, thank you so much for rocking with us. Hit that like and subscribe button, and we'll be sure to bring you some more betting content soon thanks so much for rocking with us and we hope you enjoy the fights this weekend